It's 2019. Johnny Depp nervously sips a glass of whiskey. Despite the radiant sun flooding the vast garden of his Los Angeles mansion, he is far from having a peaceful mind. He feels suffocated, unsure of whom to turn to. He's very, very angry, once again. His features are strained, revealing the lack of sleep, the anxiety that plagues him. The lawsuit he filed against the British tabloid, The Sun, which labeled him a violent husband in April 2018, has been futile. The newsgroup newspapers, the publishing company of the magazine, doesn't seem worried at all. They stand by their words. To add to that, his ex-wife Amber Heard indirectly accuses him of domestic violence. He pounds the table, perspiring profusely. This can't go on any longer. With Camille Vasquez, his star lawyer, by his side, the actor decides to take legal action against the publishing company of The Sun for defamation. The lawyer tries to reassure him, but in vain. They will fight. They will make it through. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp may be definitely separated, but they remain tragically intertwined in the legal system. Johnny Depp gained several enemies, the tabloid, the son, and his ex-partner, who accuse him of repeated domestic violence. So, it is in the courtrooms of London, and later in America, that all the parties involved will be able to defend themselves. And attack each other. You are listening to Love Me, Love Me Not. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, Episode 3, The Beginning of a Long Legal Battle. London, July 7th, 2020. At the Royal Courts of Justice in the city of Westminster, Johnny Depp is still furious. On the opposing side, among others, is the journalist Dan Wooten, who took up his pen to incriminate the actor on the Sun website, accusing him of being a wife-beater. Andrew Nichol, the appointed judge for the case, presides over a packed courtroom. The room is filled with journalists, eager not to miss a single detail of the proceedings. They are like hungry vultures. However, the famous actor shows no signs of it. He enters the courtroom with a smile, wearing his grey suit and Dray-Ban sunglasses. He is confident he will win this trial. Let's not forget that he is beloved worldwide. Once again, his influence will serve him well. To bring down Depp, the son accuses him of 14 violent acts. And unsurprisingly, his ex-wife takes the stand describing a total of 14 assaults by Johnny Depp. During the trial, the actress, deeply moved, declares, I loved him, and I didn't want to lose that. His other face was that of a monster, but I always held hope that he would go to rehab. On the newspaper's side, the defense is led by lawyer Sasha Wass, who supports the actress's claim that the actor's violence is due to irrational mood swings when he has been drinking and using drugs. Johnny Depp denies all the allegations, except one. Yes, he consumes a little too much alcohol and drugs. But hitting his wife? Never. He is even supported by two of his ex-partners, singer and actress Vanessa Paradis and actress Winona Ryder, who provide written testimony of his non-violent nature. The first describes him as a kind, attentive, generous, and non-violent man and father. In his defense, Depp also accuses Heard of having assaulted him once in 2015, 
of cheating on him with actor James Franco and billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk, and even defecating in their marital bed in 2016, the case becomes increasingly sordid. In his closing statement, lawyer David Sherborne, another defense counsel for the actor, asks the judge to clear the name of his client from these scandalous and false accusations that led him to embark on this painful trial. And he is very, very meticulous. He highlights every little detail, everything that could be seen as a flaw, as he listens to Amber Heard's statements. His objective? Quite simple. David Sherborne aims to discredit every word spoken by the actress. He doesn't beat around the bush. He is convinced that Amber Heard is a compulsive liar. Johnny Depp adds to it by characterizing her as a narcissistic and sociopathic calculator, intent on destroying his life. Gradually, the lawsuit against the son turns into a legal battle between the actor and his ex-wife. Accusations fly back and forth like relentless ping-pong balls, and it seems that no one can stop them. Before we continue with this episode, a short break to give the floor to our partner, without whom this podcast wouldn't exist. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The verdict is announced. Unfortunately for the actor, the British justice system, particularly Judge Andrew Nicholl, deems 12 out of the 14 accusations as substantially true and even proven. As for the alleged assault of Johnny Depp by Amber Heard, she admits to striking him once. But for some, she has a good excuse. She wanted to defend her sister, Whitney Henriquez, who was present at the couple's home that evening when Depp tried to push her down the stairs. She claims to have acted in a split second to protect her sister, swearing that she never responded to her ex-husband's years of violence. I never struck him, and I will never forget that incident. It was the first time that after all these years that I struck him. She also denies any extramarital relationship. Therefore, it can be concluded that the son was telling the truth. The High Court of London rules in favor of the tabloid. Depp, 57 years old, loses the trial after three weeks of legal battle. He can't believe his eyes. His lawyers are also dismayed. They express their outrage. This decision is as perverse as it is bewildering. He wishes to appeal the judgment. However, he is not convicted for his behavior. Impunity is very much real. Amber Heard, nonetheless, feels relieved. Months, years, she has been waiting for this. Even though it is the tabloid, and not her, who officially won the trial, she still emerges triumphant. Finally, she is heard, taken seriously. Finally, justice stands behind her, ready to defend her tooth and nail. Especially since she felt increasingly threatened. The day before the trial, she told the court that she feared Johnny Depp would kill her. In addition to verbal and physical assaults, threats and intimidation were allegedly added. She asserts, he explicitly threatened to kill me on numerous occasions, especially towards the end of our relationship. Not only did the tabloid and the actress emerge unscathed from the legal process, 
but the judgment also serves to encourage other victims of domestic violence to dare to speak out. At the end of the trial, a spokesperson for The Sun states that the tabloid has been supporting and assisting victims of domestic violence for 20 years. The spokesperson adds that these victims should never be silenced and expresses gratitude to the judge for his attentive judgment, as well as to Amber Heard for her courage in presenting evidence before the court. However, Amber Heard is not at peace of mind. At the age of 34, the actress laments the fact that the most traumatizing and intimate details of her former love life were revealed in court, and not only that. Of course, these elements were broadcast worldwide through testimonies in the courtroom, as well as audio and video recordings. Although the actress is accustomed to being in the spotlight, the media onslaught is as impressive as it is unsettling. Amber Heard finally feels taken seriously and protected by the justice system. Despite the media frenzy, the whole world now knows the true face of Johnny Depp. But what if this happy ending were just an illusion? What if it were only the beginning of hell? The judicial machine is in motion and the media is never far away. Thank you for listening to Love Me, Love Me Not, a Baba Bum production. Stay tuned for the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave comments and ratings on all listening platforms.